Okay, guys, welcome to the Investor's Guide of Memphis Real Estate this morning. My name is Dean Harris, and as always, I'm with Douglas Skipworth. How are you? Doing great. Good, man. Good. Uh, we're bringing you this podcast to give you the boots on the ground knowledge to help you be a successful real estate investor here in Memphis. Uh, you'll see our info below there. If you have any questions, shoot me a quick email. Um, I like to tell you guys that I help buyers and sellers every day. Uh, if you're buying investment deals, if you're selling investment deals here in Memphis, send me an email, dean at crosscore.com, and I can help you with that. Before we get started, the Zoom calls that we, oh, that yes. I've started have really, uh, like, you know, for whatever reason, that is super uh, interesting to our client yeah, base. Man. We had, uh, we almost filled up the first room on the first call. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay, we, had a, we had a lot, uh, I think almost 40 or 50 yesterday. Anyway, a lot of people have come into it. Tuesdays um, are for my new investors. I'm going to talk uh, elementary, beginner type information that you definitely need. And then Thursdays tomorrow um, at two o'clock central time is going to be a little bit more for seasoned investors. So shoot me an email. I'll get you the passcode to that. Awesome. Today, uh, let's dive right into this. Um, who should you buy an investment deal from? Mm -hmm. You know, we, we yes. often, we, there's so many sources. There's mm -hmm. so many ways to buy. We talk about how you should buy. Mm -hmm. and we talk about where, and we talk about all the other parts that go with it. But you know, we haven't really taken a deep dive into who, who you should buy it from. Yeah. And things to look out no matter who that who is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, who right, is. right. I, yes. So the first thing that comes to mind is who? Okay. who, what's the first person that comes to mind when you're buying a house from, you're going to buy them from a, I'm going to use an agent. You're going to use an agent to help me buy. I mean, that's when I ran back the tape in my mind, re yeah. pushed rewind. Yeah. Uh, I used an agent, Sheila Smith. Yeah, it was your first one? Uh, yes, for because I was like, I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah. How am I going to learn this? I'm going to use an agent who specializes in investment properties yeah. to help me make offers, walk me through the process, do my inspection, help me with my lender, get my first deal closed, get my second deal. And so Sheila helped me. And uh, unfortunately, she's passed away. God rest her soul. She was awesome. Yeah. But she coached me. She coached other people. Yeah. You know, you worked with Sheila yep. afterwards. Yep, yep, and yep. She she knew her stuff. Knew her stuff and helped helped you get started and get going. I I have a lot of people that will call me and hey, I bought this house from an individual from this or from that. And I really, really, really want to encourage everyone to listen. I don't really care if you're buying in Memphis or where you're buying. Get with a local real estate agent, a yes. specialist, even. I mean, yeah, you don't sure. you don't have surgery on your elbow and go to a cardiologist. No. I mean, you go to an ortho doctor and you right. you, you go to the right one. So yeah. like it's a little bit further than just a real estate agent, right? Like I think you need to I mean, you 100%. Could, right, that, you could get on Zillow and go, "Hey, I'm looking for a house in Germantown." And then you're going to get 10 agents in Germantown and any 10 of them are probably have enough experience to carry you through that home buying process, your your owner occupant home that you're going to live in, right? you generally can find somebody that knows what they're doing and help you do that. Now no. you can't with this, no. you can find an agent that'll write up a contract for you and or take the commission on it. But there's a distinct difference in a general uh, residential real estate agent and an investor specialist agent. Now there's no certification or anything, but when I focus, when you focus on just this product, Mm -hmm. It kind of makes you that expert in that product. And the same goes for those agents that are focused on residential for properties sure. yeah. in their little areas and their nooks. They're yeah. professionals and specialists in that area. Yes. 
So what I would encourage you to do, I, I got, I've given a little background on myself. And this is not necessarily a toot your own horn podcast today, but when I first, I, I, I want to tell everybody about this difference that I had when I started selling this product with oh, you right, in yeah, 2011, it, right, 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 yep. I sold them up till 2015 without buying any. Okay, for four years. Yeah, and I was an honest agent. Because you were a general agent, general real estate agent coming yeah. into this world, having sold a lot of owner occupant property, a ton of them, and then now I'm entering into this world. And the first year was rough. I had to learn everything. Second yep. year, gaining some traction. Third year, got really good at it. And I'm now um, I feel like I know my product. Yes, and I know the high level areas. Yeah, to yeah. send my clients. Yes. Yeah. Okay, yeah. and I, you can talk the talk. I can talk the talk. Can However. Can you? I began to catch myself um, the deeper I got with clients. Now we're working on the fourth house and maybe we're helping them buy the fifth one. I found out that my conversations were beginning to stall out. I wasn't Because you maybe couldn't walk the walk. Because I couldn't walk the walk. I could talk it, but I, haven't, I hadn't experienced it. So in 2015, I began to buy them, right? And we've talked yeah, about all this. Absolutely. So, yeah, absolutely. So uh, after I had three, four, five of these my conversations began to quickly change. It, it no longer was I'm selling a product. It's we're talking about yeah. a partnership and a way to invest in how I can guide yeah. that client. Yeah. That's good. And the conversation began to change. I, I could start sharing mistakes. Yes. We've shared those yeah. on a podcast. We've made plenty of them. <laughs> battlefield, um, battlefield, battle, battlefield. 39, 34 <laughs> battlefield. You can go look it up. Gosh. But we began to share mistakes and talk about how to avoid problems. So then it, my conversations changed from, Hey, thanks for the guide, the tour guide. You know, now it became, Hey partner, put my arm around you. Appreciate when are we going to go get another one? Mm -hmm. You know, it, I just began to share insights that I wasn't able yeah, to yeah, share. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. my point to telling that crazy story is go with an agent that not mm -hmm. only specializes mm -hmm. in investment properties, why don't you make sure they own several? And yeah. I don't mean two. I mean, no. over, over 10, it, over 15. Make sure they have that experience to carry you. And I go, you know, I try to model things in my life. You like you model people who are experts, right? And what's Warren Buffett always say? He's a better investor because he's a businessman. That's right. But he's a better businessman because he's an investor. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly what you're saying. You're a better investor because you're an agent, but you're a better agent because you're an investor. That's and that's the, that's the message here. And when, when you're out there, that's what you're looking for. The experienced agent. I like to boil it down to that. Cause there, there are, uh, it's not, you say, and it's not teacher and home. There are other agents out there. Yeah. They're not a lot, but you want to vet them and yeah. find the ones who made it. So this yeah. isn't, this is all like, I always do the three C's when I'm looking for things. I'm looking for character, mm -hmm. competence, which we just talked a lot about and chemistry. Yeah. So it's like, Hey, does this person, High character, the person I want to deal with. Do they know their stuff? That's what you're talking yep. about. Yep. And then, do can I work with them? Yep. You know, do we click? Are yeah. we going to be able to see eye to eye on that? So, that's a great way to look at any of the any uh, talking to any agent. I mean, yes. like no matter what, that's a that's a great piece of advice for buying any house. I mean, they need to know what they're talking about. Because I have a hey, by the way, I have a Tennessee license, right? I can go sell houses in anywhere in this state. <laughs> I, legally, I can go up and wherever <laughs> yeah, yeah. and sell you a house. I have no idea what's going on there right. in Maryville, yeah, for example. Yeah, I have yeah, no yeah. clue. There makes no sense to use me, although I have a license, right? So don't use the same thing here in Memphis. Just because they're an agent and they live and focus in Memphis doesn't mean that you should necessarily use them, right? No, I mean, I told you I used I used a, a lot of, for Sheila initially, and 
have used you yep. almost exclusively whenever, like nowadays, if I sell something, you're listening. You yeah. got one list right now. Yeah. And what happened when I went to get, sell, I had a commercial property I needed to sell. What's the first thing you said? I, you know, I'm not your guy. Yeah. I'm and not. so you recommended me to yep. another agent who specializes in yep. commercial property. Yeah. He got it listed. Awesome. Doing a great job. Same Love thing with, with, same thing with what, my residential clients. I've been in this yes. 21 years. You know, I have people come up to me and say, hey, can you help me and my husband or my, my, my wife find a home? No. no. Introduce them to Alyssa. I, the first thing I do is send them to Alyssa and let Alyssa take care of them because that's not, I can do that. I can get in the car and set appointments and go show them to you, but that's not what I specialize in. Right on. And I'm not going to be able to give you um, the, the service, the customer service that but, Alyssa could. Right. And, and anyone that they, that they deserve. So yeah. yeah. And agree. And I, just to the point we've talked before that they're agent, they're not, they're non-agents. Yeah. They're agents. And then they're realtors. That's right. So knowing the difference is, uh, Oh man, knowing the difference is all you need and to know. It, know. And knowing is all the best. And different GI Joe. That's it. <laughs> knowing, knowing is half the battle or that's whatever what it was. was. I didn't call me GI yeah. Joe. <laughs> all right. So, who else should you buy? You know, the most common one is your agent, but who else should you buy an investment deal from or who could you buy one from? Mr. Douglas. Hey, hey, with that, I, I want to, I, I had to check my notes. There is one last thing I want to say about working with an agent. Yeah. Is that agents, because we, we briefly said they're non-agents, they're, they're agents and then they're realtors. And realtors are part of the National Association of Realtors. They have a code of ethics and that they represent, as any agent represents a client. And that's their duty yes. is to the client. Yes. Not to themselves. That's what agency. There's a, there's agency law, and like what that what that concept means is that the agent represents the client. They don't represent themselves, and it pains me, Dean, that <laughs> at times you've had to recommend agents to other property management companies. Yeah, because that's your duty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your yeah. duty is to the client, and that's what an agent. So that's I think that's a good segue into where we're going. Yeah, and that is you could buy it from a wholesaler. Yeah, but a wholesaler is not on your side, like no. an agent is. A wholesaler is on the wholesaler side. An yeah. agent is on your side. Yep, one hundred percent. And the difference we have a fiduciary responsibility to the client. I've got a code of ethics I have to abide by. Yes, yes. If you. The next, the next kind of most popular one here is the wholesaler. And there is no governing body. There is no code no of ethics, no, no licensing, no, no nothing. Nope. If you can go convince a seller who owns a property to get under contract with you on a one-page piece of paper, you're a wholesaler now. That's Congratulations, right. Congratulations. And, and you assign this to someone else. Congratulations. You're now a wholesaler. If you, to your point, if you can put a property under contract. Yeah. And then you can sell that contract. You're you a wholesaler. Are a wholesaler. Congratulations. Correct. Dude. That's your first Whatever deal. You're that now a wholesaler. Like. like the difference with agents is there's classes and continuing education and uh, the, the code of ethics thing we have to continue to do every two years. And Absolutely. I've done it 10 times. So, That's right. I mean, there's, there's, you have to continue to do yes. that. So there is that distinct difference, right? Yeah. Now, now that's not to say from, you can't buy, buy from a wholesaler. No. And for my wholesalers that are watching, yeah. We love you. Uh, this has nothing to do with the wholesale industry and talking negatively about that. Are there negative things about some wholesalers and are there wholesalers that are better than others? A hundred percent. But Same there's also agents, agents. where You're there's agents, about agents that are absolutely. better than others. Yeah. And 
So I don't want the wholesaler community because my, those the, guys and no. guys will listen to this show. Love and you. I, and I, we love them and I work yeah. with them every day. But I am here to tell you that in that pool of wholesalers swims sharks and uh, incompetent ones. That's the worst. Anyone yes. that you can find you deal with, if they're morally not on the same ground with you and they're incompetent, you have a problem. You're going to have a problem, yes. period. You might skate by the first one, but you've got it. There, there's a moral compass and a and a, a knowledge compass that yes. I don't believe every single wholesaler has. Some do. I've got some guys. I'm thinking of them right now. Shoot me straight as an arrow. Never one as high character time as they come. Have I had an issue with anything yep. they've told me? Right. That's right. I'm also thinking of some right now where if they sent me a house today, I, I'd run for the hills because I know for a fact there's something wrong. There's a title issue. He's not telling me or she's not telling me the whole truth or yep, uh, yep, yep. there's, hey, hey, Dean, there's only 5,000 in rehab. I've had a contractor go through there and then we lock it up and get out there and it's 25,000. So like I get yes that a lot. Yep. And I think part of what I ask the buyer base to do is to trust me to sift through that. Right. When I present you guys a property and it's an off market deal, it's not from one of these wholesalers that I don't work with. Right. No, know that we're yeah. not sending you, you that yeah. property. It's from someone that I've worked right. with prior and I have vetted and we at least know from everything we know is, is above board. So yeah. And, and have you ever bought from a wholesaler? Are you kidding? Yeah, yeah. So it's <laughs> yeah. not a it's not a bad thing to buy from a wholesaler. No, that's that's not Just at all what I'm saying. Open. Eyes, wide, eyes wide, open. wide open. If you want me to vet it, the process and go through it, I'll do that for you. That's do part you of what do that? Do age can agents represent buyers who buy from wholesalers? If the buyer is willing to pay their commission, yes. Yeah. There is no. That's the thing about this is there is no. So if I have a wholesaler here, is what you're saying, and he sends me a house, one two three Main Street. And I market that house out there and another agent comes in with their buyer and wants to buy it. Sure. Is that what you're asking me? If or even you representing that. that oh, that, now, now other buyers come the to buyer. me. Yes, absolutely. That Because yeah. I don't have any. Are you sending out a house for a wholesaler? Yeah. You can be in the, it doesn't have to be a investor going directly to a wholesaler. No. You can play a part in that. 110%. I can make sure that things are going well and above board. And I yes. do it every day, good, every good, month. Good, good, good. That, yeah. That, that's Our so, title companies help. Our yes. uh, uh, Will Griffin and Griffin, Cliff Everton, Mashmeyer, and local title make sure that we right. are in the right spot. Those yes. are people that we trust. So yes, I work with those wholesalers all the time. Yeah. So again- not a bad thing to buy from a wholesaler. Just eyes wide open. Understand that you need to, you know, trust but verify every single thing. Yes. And again, I guess I would say kind of the, the uh, to compare and contrast with the agents and the wholesalers are if kind of like you had talked about, like just as, hey, how much experience, how much do they own themselves? What, what are they doing in this business? Because the people who have been in this business a long time, who've got the reputation, who everybody works with, they're in this for a relationship, long-term. They're not in this for a one-time transaction. No. And so no. I would just, at word of caution, be leery of the person who is in it for a one-time transaction, who is not thinking down the road. How do I build a relationship? How do we do business? How do we continue to do business together? If that wholesaler is not talking to you about how we can do the next deal, you got a problem. There's something wrong because Correct. they know they're not going to get the next deal. Correct. Here's another thing. Well, well said. When you're dealing with, with a wholesale community as well, a, a red flag, not always something you can't do, but a red flag. If you're working directly with a wholesaler and they're demanding 
you close with their title company, red flag. There's a reason why they want you to close there. They have a relationship with that title company, and maybe that title company is a little um, loose sloppy. on their rights. It's a little sloppy. Little maybe intentionally sloppy. Inten oh, there you go. Okay. Yeah. Maybe yeah, intentionally loose. sloppy, and um, yeah. you're going to get caught in a title issue situation. You always want to use your own title company. Always. Unless now, if, yeah. that, if the wholesalers at the same place where you agree to go because you already know them, fine. Right. That's rare. They're going to go to their people. They're going to get the title work set and pulled. And how they're going to sell it to you is they're going to say, hey, I'll pay your closing costs. Correct. Or they'll do it for a discount. They'll do it for half off or whatever. And you're going to think, oh, that's a great way to save money. No. that's These are part of the reasons why you need to yeah. communicate with me or communicate with an agent or communicate with somebody who can give you a little bit of guidance with these yeah. you know, well guys said. and gals. And not everyone's going to put you in that situation, right? right? But these are red flags and things that I vet before I send these houses out. So just yeah. be cautious, like with agents, be cautious of what agent you're hiring to represent you. Be cautious of what wholesaler that you choose to yeah. work with, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go yeah. ahead. So well, no, I was just going back to the game. Yeah, just, well, I was just kind of... I was zooming out real quick. <laughs> zooming out, yeah. right? To talk about your Zoom calls, yeah. right? Like Tuesday is all about the newcomer and getting getting up to speed, whether it's buying the two foundational houses yeah. like we talked about yeah. or just getting started. Yep. And then you get over here on Thursday and talk about how, we're, how you're dealing with wholesalers. Yeah. I would imagine you don't buy... Anyway. You're I bet gonna it's half. Run. Are you wondering how many? Uh, no, I'm just thinking of how many how many first time people buy from a wholesaler. If it's from me, they will, but I don't ever get anybody that says, "Hey, I'm I'm already locked into my first deal with a wholesaler yes. myself." So no. anyway, all that to say is like, "Hey, you're going to get a lot of learning on this beginner stuff, and then you're going to get into the intermediate and expert." Yeah, as you're working with this through yeah. your Zoom calls. Yes, so. and then all those will lead, and we'll talk about this even tomorrow if you want to a little bit more. If you guys have questions about anything we've talked about today, send me that email. We'll talk about it tomorrow on the Zoom, but. Uh, the third, the other person, yeah, or the other yeah. way, you just talked right, about it, right? Pri yep, right to one, right to a direct individual. You can buy private, you can buy directly from a bank. I know you've done that before, tons. tons. I'm waiting tons, on that opportunity. Tons. I, I mean, yeah, I don't, unfortunately, I don't see it coming, but that's all right. I don't either. Yeah. I've talked to a few guys. Like I was yeah. kind of had my fingers crossed that maybe we would see some stuff coming. Yeah. I don't know that it's going to happen like yeah. that. We might get some investors that have mismanaged, but uh, yeah. you know, we'll, we'll see. But banks, insurance agents, another private investor, one-on-one. Yeah, FISBO kind of thing. FISBO. I don't, I don't, I'm not going to sit here and say I have a monster problem with that. If you feel confident and comfortable in the sales process, to negotiate a deal directly with someone and not miss anything. I guess I could, you know, I guess I could see that. Um, I don't have any problem with it, but I do this every day. If this is not something that you do every day, I don't know that I'd recommend it. And you can always get an agent involved. And you can always get to an agent represent involved you to on represent the side. you. Yeah. If you're willing to pay for it, sometimes a seller will pay for it. You know, they're, it, going direct to a seller, there's nothing wrong with it. Again, no. you just want to have your eyes wide open. You want to have some guidance. You want to have some ad advice, some type, some, some type of advisor or some, somebody in an advisory role to help bounce some ideas, just some cautions. You need, you need it. You, I, I know yeah. I try to relate a lot of things to sports cause we, that's just one thing that we talk about all the time, but it's like, you know, the, there's no team without a coach. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, you're building a team here. Yes. We've talked about that yes, specifically yes, 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 here yes, yes, with yes. all yep. your vendor partners. Yep. You're building yep. a team. Why not why not let me 
help coach you. You know what I'm saying? Like yes. I've been coaching these teams for 20 years. Why not let somebody guide you? Hey, I man, even discount for these, by the way. Like so, so a lot of people say, well, you know, if I'm dealing directly with a seller. No one wants to pay the agent. I'll work with you on a fee for that to vet you on your side, to help you stay in the clear. Believe me, whatever little fee you would pay me to keep you clear is going to be well worth it. If you get into a situation and you know, you've messed up a contract or you got a title issue or you got something else going on because you weren't aware. And that's what I was going to say. It's like, you do a lot. You do this podcast, you do calls, you do zoom calls. Yeah. Now you do all kinds of things. The only way you earn com money is through commissions period. So you do a lot for, I don't want to say for free. Yeah. I don't want to send the wrong message, yeah. but you help a lot of people. Yes. And so helping them through this process, giving advice and, and walking hand in hand. You know where I got that? I just, when I, it's funny that you say that. Cause I, I don't look at it as like what you've said, like giving out free information. I just feel like if I have something to share that's relative, yeah. then let's share it. Yeah. And I, I've felt like when I've done general real estate, I've just treated other clients like I've wanted to be treated. It's just the golden rule. I've literally, that is as basic as that for me. <laughs> right. And the other investor on the other side, I don't get into the cheesy schmoozy, let's go buy this great house. That's not what this is. Mm -mm. That's kind of another thing while I'm telling you, you need to get with the right agent because that's not what this is. We don't that's walk not, the home and not, talk about how wonderful the hardwood floors are. Right. That's right? not the investor business. No. So, and so, we, we, already, we got something that's coming right. up on so that. So I just want to make yeah, sure that, you know, th that message that you're sending is right. We, we do provide a ton of content. And the reason why we do is because we reach a big audience. We close 20 deals a month here. We're not, yeah. I'm not shy about how big our brokerage is and how well it, it runs, but we do have these channels of information that I think if, if I know it, I should share it. Right. So yeah. Yeah. That people is can, right. People can bring it. Most of it. the stuff we're, we're sharing here is, is to help you. And, and ultimately I've always felt that if I continue to do that, well, people will buy houses. Yeah. Sure buy, enough, that, that's, that's how right. it goes. All right. Real quick before we end, I want to do some do's and don'ts. Yep. Okay. Uh, yep. One of the, one of the don'ts that I'll, that I'll say, and I'll, I'll let you go to, to two and three, yeah. but never sign. Never. You ready for this? And this sounds backwards for no, me no, to no. say. I got this question last week. Do not sign an exclusive buyer's agency agreement with another real estate agent here in town. And here's why. If you sign that not that buyer that exclusive buyer's agency agreement, there most agents put 6 months on there. If you buy a home in the city through a real estate agent and there's commission paid, they're due the commission. Period. There's no way you should limit yourself to one, one property source. One yeah. source to get properties? You mean to tell me I got one? No, here's what we do. The state of Tennessee, Tennessee Real Estate Commission, requires us to sign one of those. But it's not required until we write a contract. So what I do is when we write a contract for 123 Main Street, yep. at the very bottom of that exclusive buyer's agency agreement, there's a special stipulation section. We write in there, this addendum only applies to 123 Main Street. Love so it. as long as we're dealing with 123 Main Street, I'm going to be your legal agent. The second that we're no longer dealing with that, you're open to do anything and everything that you want. And even while in the middle of that, because I say it's only applicable to 123 Main Street, you can simultaneously buy another house with another agent and I'm not doing a commission. Love it. It's the right thing to do for the client. Why would, why, I got this question from somebody reached out to me and yeah. said, hey, my agent is asking me to sign up an exclusive buyer rep mm -hmm. agreement. 
Should I do that? I said, yeah. short answer, no. So what would you say? Why, why would somebody, why would an agent ask him to do that? They teach agents to do that to protect their business for themselves. It's a selfish act. Yeah. They're, on, they're taught. We are all taught. I, I mean, I remember the classes. We are all taught to protect our business, right? It comes across to me as ultra lazy. It, it doesn't seem like it. It seems like it go, rubs against what we talked about earlier of the fiduciary duty. This has nothing to do with the cut. It's only a negative for them. It does, that's, what I, that's why I, I don't like it. And I'll tell you one thing, because you and I both... I started as an investor before I became an agent. You were an agent before you became an investor, mm -hmm. but we've both done both. And But being an investor, you're like, I would never want that for me. No. Why would I ever want to put somebody in that position as an investor? I would never sign one. As an investor? I would, I would never want, want one property source. No. I want them all, get, throw me all the houses. Throw me yes. everything that you can see me. And any agent that does... I'm not saying they're malicious, but what I am saying is they're not willing to prove their worth. And then, and I'm willing it, to prove that. And it, to me, it makes it question, are, do they really know what they're doing in this space, the investment property space? Yeah, the answer is no. That's what I'm thinking. The answer is no, because you they know? don't, other, my colleagues that do this, they don't, Thank they don't you. do it either. But I, but I tell you who does is the, the owner-occupant agent who is in the middle of a recession for house for homeowner occupants they're protecting and, their business and they're trying to drum up some business some way somehow like they've been taught they're protecting their business yeah. and let me defend them for 10 seconds if they're because i don't want to make this like i've been an agent a long time and i've done both sides so i don't want to make it seem like every one of those is having them sign it is, is a crook and doing the wrong thing because that's not the case if they put you in, here's here's the thing if they put you in their car and they're driving you around and you're seeing 15 and 20 houses and they got multiple days and gas and meals maybe they bought you lunch or maybe they, this is an ordeal I understand why they want to have that signed. That's a different arena, though. That's a completely different arena. We're not even in the same arena playing a different game. We're in a completely different arena, right? And I kind of get that. They they want to make sure that if they're going to put this time and effort into it, that they've got you kind of locked up. Over here, though, yes, we're not driving around and showing houses and doing things. This fair. is this is a little bit of what I need to earn your business, that's and that's, that's kind of where I come at it. Where that's I fair. I feel like I don't need you to sign these. I don't care anything about it. I think what I earn my value is when I send you that property, it's a good home. I sourced it for you. And then I'm going to help guide you through your business. So I think you'll stick with fair. me. That's why that's I've, I've passed those up. So don't good, sign good those. Call. Never fully waive an inspection contingency period unless you have fully viewed and inspected the home. We're getting that now. We're getting a little, I've got listings. I got a seller right now. He wants no inspection contingencies, but they're all vacant. Okay, sure. So go check them out. The only way that I suggest do that is if you have the ability, the full ability to go in and inspect the property before you make what, an offer, before you make an offer and in, in, in what you're looking at, yeah, but we're getting fair. a lot of that now. Yeah, What's yeah. another one? Yeah. That, no, that, that's good. I mean, I've, I've, I've waived it before, but it's because I knew what I was getting. You knew what you And you getting. have to, you only waive it if you know and are willing to accept whatever you get. That's whatever you get. If it's a great deal. If it's a steal, maybe you wave it. What's That's the worst? What we, you got some there foundation There were steals issues? 10, 15 years ago. There were steals. So you're like, it, just, it doesn't matter. I'll I will buy it sight unseen. Yeah. So What's uh, number three here? What's another one? Title. Yeah. Always. Always give, you mentioned that about Will and local. Will Griffin, local title. Use a reputable title, title company. There are title companies in Memphis that are not reputable. They're not. And, I, and, I, and I'll get, obviously, one-on-one, I'll, uh, -on -one, I'll, I'll fill you more in. But there are title companies in Memphis that are not reputable, that have issues with title claims yes, and yes, fraud yes. and the other stuff. And I'll, 
I'm just telling you to be careful. Just and be careful. There's, there's, and by the way, that's not just Memphis. There, these title companies are everywhere. So just be careful of of who you're choosing to close with. Follow up on property recording. That's a big thing that like yeah. a lot of investors do not do. Um, is follow up after the closing with the Shelby County Tax Assessor's it's, Office to make sure that the property has been recorded and it's in your name. Right, right. I mean, you should <laughs> a you should get you could you should get a, a loan pack from your title company. You should get an owner's title policy. It's worth it. Buy it. It's yeah, cheap. It's time. good insurance. And then to your point, you can go to the Shelby County Assessor's website look up your property address and see the digital document. Or you can go to the Shelby County Register's office, look up your property and see all the documents. Because it's, mistakes happen. Mistakes happen, but it's all easy. It's all accessible. You can it's, easily it's Shelby check. County for years has been leading as far as public information. Now that's one reason why Memphis has such a great reputation for investment properties is because there's a lot of data out there. That's right. It's, it's very easy and the process is clean and it's very open. It's very transparent and it's public. I had facing. one in 21 that I bought that didn't get recorded right. And I caught it. Good for you. I mean, it, it, yeah, it, yeah, it, yeah. it was my house, right. but I mean, there was, if I was go to try to sell it, there's a, there's, it's not recorded. It would delay, right. it would delay everything. And it would it, delay. So, I, I made sure that it was recorded right. That's Last good. one is use a property manager. The one thing, you know, we have a good one here. There's other there's other good ones in the city, but yeah. I, we have a good one here. I, I a lot of people are asking me now because the numbers are getting tighter. Can I manage this myself? No. The answer is no. Unless it's a fifteen hundred plus two thousand dollar rental somewhere that is in a good suburban area, and uh, you, you know it's just mailbox money. But even then. That's something to keep up with. It, I mean, I told you that I got, I got, uh, I was, I didn't stand my ground. I originally, my first investment property with Sheila, yeah. I, I was researching and had talked to some property managers and somebody gave a, a winsome, compelling argument to self-manage. And so I started self-managing and I, and I, and I, I got out of that years later into, you know, professional third-party management, yeah. but I, I regret self-managing. I regret yeah, self-managing. Don't do it. And then yeah. I, we, we can dive into that later. But look, this is, I thought today's today's show or podcast, I, I'm, I think is a little bit, I think it's meaty. I think there's a lot of meat on the bones here because I feel like a lot of this information is information that you might not have your wholesaler or other agent tell you. This is stuff that point. I, that I right. believe right. that with ex our experience. You kind of open the kimono a little bit. A little to bit. To talk about some To things. talk about some of these things and the ways that we run our business here. So if you have any questions on anything we talked about, dean at crestcore.com. Zoom call tomorrow at two o'clock central time. If you missed that, we record them. Uh, anything else that I could do to help you guys buy and sell, let me know. Okay. You got anything else That's to add great. today? All right. Great show. We'll see you next time. Thank you.